The building of this sandbox and its contents are the independent thoughts of each host. It's not our intention, but we have been known to make people see red. Don't come to the sandbox and expect not to get dirty. In fact, we hope some sticks with you. So dig in, let's play. We are the Scarlet Sandbox. We're welcoming Adrian. When you back. haven't been here in two weeks, you didn't have the intro on your notes because I've made you, other notes. It was fine. But I found it quick. I didn't Taylor even, I didn't even skip a beat last week. It's like I wasn't even gone for two weeks. And it's like it. You weren't. Oh, here we are. Silent. And listen, y'all, I am on we've, fire. We've had like a. Adrian came back from the quarantine and. You were about to say. He, well, you know, <laughs> I watched you walk across the yard one day and it was. She was about to say dead. I That's did. what she was about to say. I, I was. Decided to, you know, it's fine. It, it was, was a close call. There was there was a lot and yet not much going on with you. Whoa, I was. A lot I mean, I honestly never was fearful of my life per se, but you just don't know what's happening, right? I you mean, don't know what the next day is going to bring. You could like one day you would I would feel like so much better, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. And then the next day it would be ten times worse. But then the last like few days when I got pneumonia and pleurisy and I couldn't make it from the bed to the toilet, that was. Whoa. It's just so weird. It's like you had all that and I had nothing. Oh, four of us. <laughs> like nothing. Four of us had it. Yeah, so. And all four were different. I was the only train wreck. You were the only train wreck. <laughs> Which I run circles around my people and I'm like, oh, that was like, no, mm-mm. Yeah, you're not not only you're not running circles, you're not running at all. In fact, we won't even be walking. Yeah, you weren't even walking. <laughs> just, I was literally have never been horizontal that long in my life. <laughs> Seriously. I have never in my life. Laid in a bed that long. <laughs> Ever. Wow. Yes. I couldn't even get to the couch. Well, I'm glad you're back. Me too. And I was like, nothing happened. I'm back with a vengeance. You are. And especially today. I don't know. I don't know if it was that experience or the people that messaged me during the experience, but I am on a warpath. So I'm just warning you. Just warning you? I'm just warning you. I'm just warning you. <laughs> Take me seriously. <laughs> that i have no idea <laughs> i'm telling you like whoa <laughs> there's just all kinds of pieces of me that just pop out these days like i'm hoping it's my smell soon <laughs> mine works just fine now <laughs> oh god so while <laughs> 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 we Y'all, if we just started recording 20 minutes ago, this podcast would be fire. Right now, it's... <laughs> oh, and it's funny. Um, so while... I'm going to give you a couple little nuggets for the last two weeks. <laughs> Please. First of all, I think... You know what really started it, I think? I mean, I can guess, I'm going to be brutally honest. Perfect. Let's go. Y'all know how much I love to not tell the truth. Uh, like, I have to warn you. Not I'm going to be brutally honest. You don't got to warn me at all. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm always brutally honest. But um, first of all, like, I literally had clients that were asking me to still work with a mask. Yeah. I'm shocked because they asked me to work with masks because I felt good. <laughs> a mask? <laughs> <laughs> but you felt terrible i had a fever for 10 days <laughs> longer and they were like well if you could just come in my grays are really bad i know if you could just wear a mask i'm like 
dude, I have corona. <laughs> I can't see. You're okay up. with this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can just wear a mask. I, I have N95. You can borrow. I had those messages too, but I felt good. You didn't. Oh That's my what God. appalls me. Like, you're I, sick. No, one of which I was in the emergency room. Yeah. And, and I messaged, like, because honestly, the first four days, I was like, oh, this is fine. I'll see you guys Saturday. Dinner was fine. I was fine. Tinsley was fine. Tanner never got sick. Tinsley Anthony was like down for two either. days. And I say down. I think a lot of that's because she's been at college and just found her mom's mm -hmm. couch. Found her excuse. <laughs> exactly. And then me, on the fourth day, it was when I went out to the garden to plant the broccoli and ended up in the emergency room that day. And then it was not really good. Recovered. No, I did not recover. I blame it on the broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> broccoli does a lot of bad things. But, you know, so I was, I had so many, I had like seven ex sets of extensions that week so and those girls can't wait like they've already waited like eight and ten weeks to get it moved up i mean it's a kind of a problem and so i would just keep messaging them like don't worry you're my first you know as soon as i mean as soon as i'm upright like dude you i will do your extensions and they were all so sweet so 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 sweet um but then i had a couple that like while i was in the emergency room and i was like hey girl this is going worse than i thought and she's like well you know, like, I literally say, I'm in the emergency room, and they were like, well, wh when are you going to be able to do me? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I How about know. that? Yes. How about go? Didn't even say, Eat. like, didn't even say, like, you're in the emergency room? Like, are you, are you okay? Yeah, like, are you okay? <laughs> it was just straight, when are you going to do my hair? I know. I was like, oh, my um, god. How about never? How about that? So, I don't know if that's what got me, like, okay, all right, I see what's happening here. Like, you, and you know what? I joke about this. But truly, my clients love me. You know what I mean? Like, they are like this because they love me and trust me with their hair. So I'm so appreciative of that. But at the same time, it was a little bit like, no. dude, I am freaking sick. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. The girl <laughs> that asked me to wear the N95, I was like, we have, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> like... No, I am not coming to work. Even because I would be devastated had I given you Corona and you die from it because I color. I or wore you gave it to your little me ma that no. you were like, no. Well, but I'm saying, let's just say it was just me and that girl in the studio by myself. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody else. But I'm she just, goes home. Oh, she goes home and gives it to her me ma. And yes, gives I see it to what you're me and it's your fault. Yes, I cannot be responsible for that. Absolutely not. Oh, that was wild. So between that and then. Okay, y'all, I'm going to get real serious there for a minute. I posted a meme that said, <laughs> I don't even know what it said, so I can't repeat it verbatim, but um, it basically it said, sister, if you, you know, if you are talking mad crap about your ex-husband or your ex, you know, yeah, your ex-husband, but you still have his last name. Um, don't trash talk your ex to the world while still using his last name. Yes. You look like an idiot. Move on, sister. Yes. Okay, it was a meme. I didn't write those words, but I did share them. To your own wall. Yes, to let's my own Facebook. Go ahead. And You're um, going to be the nice one today. We got a couple comments it. on there that said, you know, I disagree. <clears throat> I have mine for my kid. Da, 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 da. Look, first of all, if you don't know me by now, you do you. Like... I put that out because I thought it was funny because of our situation. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know, I have a situation where Dustin's ex-wife, like, has not changed her name in 10 years. And which is fine. Like, I don't care if you want to keep his last name that bad. Like, 
that's not the problem. But the problem is you talk about how much you hate him, but you're hanging on to the piece of him. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, like that, I, I cannot compute that. And I got some comments, you know, that women that it has nothing to do with my ex-husband. I'm keeping it for my kids. Da, da, da. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I totally disagree with that. So do I. I mean, I got three kids with two different last names and I've been married four freaking times. So if you think, I mean, like I, I, I get it. You know? I told Adrian that I got married because I wanted the same last name as my kid. You see how that worked out? <laughs> How'd that work out? Yeah. You know? And you know what? Here's the thing. This is just my opinion. This is just my opinion. If you don't agree with that. Keep his last name, dude. I don't care. I you you and your last name have nothing to do with me. Anyway, I got this private message, you know, about how not only um I can't even. basically it was, you know, the story of why she kept her name because of her kid and blah blah blah, but then how stupid I looked and how yeah, um so... I just proved how pissed off I was about my ex-wife keeping the name. And, and I was a... like, "Whoa." You first of all, don't insult me because you feel insulted. Like, first of all, like, like that's like classic. We teach our f kindergartners not to do that. Like, so do you feel better inboxing me to tell me how I did it wrong and what a piece of crap I am because you were insulted you by my meme? responsibility as a, like, no. Like, no. Like, no. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, like, I was no. fire. I'm fire. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm more lit than you I are. literally wrote her back and said, dude, I, you know, better first you of all, me, if you know, I, I, I'm not mad at her. Like, I don't care. But I want to talk about this because I'm going to tell you the, why I feel the way I feel. Well, but it's such a parallel to every other thing. Such a parallel. So that's why it's perfect. such a parallel. Perfect. But first of all, if you don't like something I put on my wall, um, you are free to scroll. If you know me at all, the first thing I tell everybody is scroll function is the best function. For the, Whether it's my wall or anybody's wall. But for the little asterisk people, like, sure, we invite different opinions. Absolutely. Those will suffice in the comments. You don't got to message me and tell me your story as a defense mechanism on you because right. that's what it is. It's not that you took offense to what I posted. You need to have your story told. And mm -hmm. that's that's OK in some instances, but you don't need to go defensive and inbox me. You don't need to do that. Well, that's what I was like. You're taking this way too far. There's a difference. Sorry if I offended you, but you're this is. You're way out of context. And there was a lot of things, and listen, there was a lot of things in those messages that we get that we could pick apart and spend hours on. On what the issue is there, we don't, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like For real. <laughs> Half the time, I don't even read it. That's the truth, but man, when, I, when we do, there's some things where I'm like, here's your issue. How about you visit that first? That's the thing. And I, I can dissect an right. inbox message and like nobody's business. And we don't, you're welcome. That's like... The only thing that I well, can Well, and you here's the deal. Is not. Here's the deal. Again, we can sit here on our podcast and talk about how you should do this or how you should do that or why we did what we did or why we did, you know, what we think. There is never a 100% this is for everyone. No. You may be the one person in the world that this doesn't apply to or your situation is different. Because I'll tell you, like, one of the things about divorce, for me, this is this is a hot topic for me because I've been there four times. Like, you don't have to explain to me, sister. <laughs> I've done it four more times than you, okay? So, you know, first of all, think about that before you send me something like that. Like, that I don't, I, I can't possibly understand how you would want to keep your kid's last name. Yeah, I got three of those things. 
<laughs> they all have different last names. Like, you don't think I've been there? I've been there. Like, blew my mind. But anyways, my point is, this is, to me, one of the biggest problems with divorce is these women that want to get a divorce, but then they don't, they want to keep, they want to cherry pick from him and his family what they want to keep. I hate to break this to you, but do you understand what a divorce is? This is not a high school breakup. No. This is, I cannot stand this man so much that I want out. I want away. I don't want to be married to you anymore. That means no last name. That's what's wrong with our entire society thinking that, well, we're going to get a divorce because I don't really want to like live with you. And I don't want you to tell me what to do with my money. And I don't want to tell you how to me. I don't want you to tell me how to clean my house. And I don't want you to tell me this, that, and the other, or how you feel. But can you pick up little Johnny and I need an extra $10. And I, by the way, I'm going to keep your name for the next 20 years. Like, no, that's not how it works. Let's visit something really quickly because I know what we're going to get. We're going to get a lot of people saying, well, my kid has a last name and I want the same last name as my kid. <clears throat> if that's you, do you. Here's the thing. A lot of people in society keep things because it sounds good, right? It sounds right. It sounds whatever. And if little Johnny comes to you and says, why don't we not have the same last name? Here is the prime time where you teach them a lesson, not bend to their will on something as simple, simple as a last name. Here's where you say, hey, this is what happened. You were born with this name and you have part of your daddy and I don't. And so I'm going to go with the name that I was born with because it makes, here's the thing. I had a daughter named Raven. We went through this. Raven would rather have me be good, be good than sound good or look good. Exactly. As long as I am good, name or no name, Raven was good. And you know, that's one of the things with my girls that I had to tell them like, sorry, my picker was not good. So what are we going to do about that? Move on. I'm going, and well, will. and I'm going to teach my girls to have a better picker. It's more important for me to teach my girls how to not end up in a position to have a different last name than what my name is. They know who I am, right? They know I'm their mother. They know that I'm connected to them. I don't need the insurance company's permission. I don't even need my kids permission. But we can't cherry pick what parts of a marriage that we want to keep or not keep. And this, if you want that name so bad, work it out. If you're not ready to give that name up, you ain't ready. That's what I'm Yeah. You ain't ready. And, and look, guys, again, this is my opinion. Mine too. And if you don't agree with that, that is cool. Keep whatever name you want. You don't have to write me an inbox and tell me why. You don't owe that. And that is what we sit on this podcast week after week explaining to you. You don't owe anybody anything. If you want to keep the name or have the name or not have the name or whatever, you, why do you think you need to tell Tanner and I? We're not God. We're not. Own it. You're, yeah. Keep it. Do it. Do you. But don't tell me how I owe you something, especially like you want to really piss me off. Tell me that I owe you something as a influencer or as a, somebody who has so many followers or whatever. I like, get first that of all, no, I, I didn't ask for that. Second of all, I do the best because I enjoy sharing fashion and, you know, garden and decor and whatnot. I owe you nothing, nothing, zero. I got a lot of followers because my daughter died. And now you want to tell me because I have so many followers, I owe you something? Yeah. You know, I'm going to owe you. <laughs> Say it again. Go find out. Like, and I that's can't. the thing. Like, that's, that goes back to I'm human, too. 
you know, and I have my own thoughts and I have my own opinions and we're not always going to agree guys. There are going to be things that you're going to say, well, that Adrian, I don't think she fell off. Keep scrolling. Yeah. See you tomorrow. And you know, that's the thing with anybody, whether it's us as somebody that you, you know, come to join and we love that you come to join us week after week and join me on the sto- my stories and join on whatever posts on our wall. We're just human. We're just Adrian and Tanner every week. So if you, you know, there's going to be times you're like, whoa, Adrian fell off the deep end this week. Or you know what I mean? Or Tanner was way off base. I've been but there. But if 90% of what we put out you like, then scroll by the 10% you don't agree with or that, you know, and quit trying to be offended the first time you, we don't agree with you. Offended makes me want to like throat punch someone. That's because it's overused and overdone. Mm-hmm. I don't even have any more coffee, and I keep trying to yeah, drink it. Yeah, you keep trying to drink it. Because I'm fired up. <laughs> Run. Taylor's in there like a... But it is, and, and I think that's what happened to me this last two weeks, is seeing seeing some people kind of dehumanize me that I'm not... That I could just work with corona, and then to be told that this is how I need to do my... Fa- like I'm like, let me explain something to you. Right. I'm a good person. I'm busting my butt to not only, you know, be a good wife and a mom and a hairstylist, but I spend my time, Tanner and I spend our time coming here week after week, giving you the tools that we screwed up. <laughs> that we screwed up. <laughs> Let us tell you all the things not to do, you know? And so w- when we're spending our time and our money to help, to make sure that we are fulfilling our kingdom purpose and helping those around us. Cause isn't that what life is really about community and helping other people. And then you're going to tell me it's my responsibility. Cause Mm -hmm. it's not. Yeah. No. Cause it's not. No, I do this because I want to help not because it's a responsibility of mine. Mm -hmm. Like that. I can't like that part is like, but you know and I was telling Tanner aside from the husband where you think that you just get to cherry pick the pieces of him so you know and I hear this a lot in fact my old assistant and I was pretty much why we parted ways I mean she wouldn't even marry this was her boyfriend (laughs) and then you know he was stalking her and this and that she was talking about how crazy he was yet she brought his mom to church and then he flew off the deep end and she I, I mean, I'm allowed to bring his mom to church. Yeah, I guess you are allowed to bring his mom to church, but it's rude. But is it smart? And is it beneficial? Like, is it first of all, they don't productive. have kids together. They weren't married. But when you decide to leave somebody, you can't dangle the carrot in their face and then go, oh, I don't know why he's upset. Well, he's estranged from his mom. So what guy do you, I mean, what human do you think is, do feels good about being estranged from their parent they can say you can say what you want about oh, my mom's especially crazy or moms. my dad's crazy or like whatever and you know you can have defense mechanism but deep down nobody wants to be estranged from their parent nobody so then you take the ex and you put them with the parent and act like the biological child is an outcast and you think that's a recipe for goodness <laughs> like it blows my mind cherry picking is just not a good thing, no matter where you are in life or what you're dealing with, jobs, kids, marriage, faith, you can't cherry pick part of it. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't. And you know, that goes back to y'all get a divorce. And then, so you just keep going to his house or his family, whatever Christmas, but then the new wife comes in That's, and it's causing a problem. Like you need to be adult enough then to the say, new wife is the drama for yeah. your kid. 
the new wife's the drama for your kid. No, man, what are you doing to help that situation? When you divorced him, you divorced the family. That doesn't mean it's not grandma anymore. That doesn't mean you can't have a civil relationship. And look, and if y'all are the kind where the new wife comes in and y'all can all have Christmas, I mean, Elvis and Brandy and I used to do that for years. That's years. everybody's dream, right? And so That's I'm not awesome. saying again that this is applies to you at every, you know, every single person, but for the majority. And I'm talking about the people that have a lot of conflict. If you have a lot of conflict because you keep going to his house, your ex-husband's house or family's house, and that's causing, what are you doing? What are you showing your kids? You'd be like, well, that's still my family. No, no when you chose no, to get a divorce. It's your children's family. That is your children's family. That is for your ex-husband to build a relationship between his children and his family. That is not your job. And I see that. And then you inbox me and tell me, well, this is causing, and then the new wife just so crazy. No, like, you're the problem. You need to say, hey, guys, you know, with, with Wes and I, I'll use Wes and I for an example. Myrna was very, I mean, we actually, Wes and I get along great. And even then, I do not overstep my boundaries with his mother. He'll tell me, oh, call, call my mom and see if she can pick up Tatum. And I say, no, you call your mom. That is between you and you. And I could call Myrna. We mm -hmm. are great friends. Myrna is very good to me, very good to my, even my other two daughters that aren't her, her grandchildren. Like, you know, biological grandchildren, she still would come and take them to get school supplies and do all the things. But I put that responsibility with Wes and his mother, which let me just go on this because I did the opposite. So I don't, Brooke knows full well in my, in my ex like relationship, who uh, Brooke, my ma marriage. Oh, oh, so, oh, oh. So I knew I was like, who? I knew that Sherry and her had problems. And so I used it. So I was friends with Sherry all day long. And if you think that that wasn't immature and dumb, because it was, but I did it anyways, that's what a lot of women do. We mm -hmm. do that because I can use that. You know what I mean? What does it do? Cause stupid destruction and mm -hmm. hard for my kids, but you know, feels good, right? Well, and look, I mean, that's just a part of it though, is that's where you and I, that's what I love about us is right. you'll say, Hey, that was immature and whatever. And like, you probably wouldn't do that again. The Which next is why I say, don't do it. Right. Cause I did it. Right. Feels good in the moment. Really doesn't feel good for your kid whenever she gets to deal with the fights. Exactly. When I leave. But, and that's what we're saying. We've been there. <laughs> We've done it. You know, but somewhere you have to get more spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically mature and say, hey, is that really right? Is that really good? Right. Is that fair? And who am I hurting? Listen to me. I'm going to tell you right now, even with Christy. And Dustin, which was the most vol I mean, Elvis and Brandy and I have had some problems. But Christy and Dustin and I, the worst, the absolute worst. And um, there's lots of things I look back over this nine years and wish I would have just shut up. I wish I wouldn't have wrote the email. You don't think that there's plenty of things I would take back? Or but, that you knew you were doing it when you did it? Oh, a thousand percent. Like, we knew. We're all manipulative. We, we all it. want our way. So it takes a very mature person to say, oh, I'm going to humble myself right now. This isn't right. This isn't good. Because even though you know you're doing it, you also get that little feeling inside. It's like, it, it ain't right. Bro. You're being a little petty, aren't you, Adrian? <laughs> and that's the most times, let me just tell you from my experience, that I would get the most defensive. Mm -hmm. If you called me out on it, I'd be like, no, I'm not. Yep. No, I'm not. Like, And that's what happens. You get guilty, it's brought to light, and then all of a sudden I got run up there and defend that. When I should have just been handling my business and then I wouldn't have to feel that way 
listen, if you have a friend or a family member that accepts constructive criticism, hold on to them tight, 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 tight. Because so many people, it is, defense mechanism is like red flag number one. As soon as somebody gets defensive, well, I'll give you an example. This week, I had money from whatever, Saturday or something, and Dustin, you know how he takes every dollar I make. <laughs> My husband takes every dollar I make. Well, I had some money, and he was like, I'm not going to take it. And he took it out of his pocket, put it in my uh, toothbrush drawer. He's like, see, I'm not going to take your money. And I was like, whatever. And so I had taken it out, put it on the counter, because I wanted to remind myself to put it back in my wallet. Well, it's missing. Well, Guadalupe hadn't been to my house in two weeks. You know what I mean? And she had come that day to clean us a quad, you know, because Guad, if she finds a quarter in my couch, she leaves it on the counter. Like right. she's, she's been my cleaning mm -hmm. lady for 12 years. Money's gone. It was several hundred dollars. <clears throat> Guad, have you seen my money? No, I never saw it. I never saw it. She had a, her helper with her who's also cleaned my house for 10 years. And Dustin's like, do you think they would take it? I said, absolutely not. I just know Guad, like, I don't know, but I just know Guad and she would turn up anything she finds she puts or whatever. So I was like, where could it, and of course I had Corona brain. So I was thinking maybe I stuck it somewhere, you know, whatever. Bottom line, Tinsley had been in my bathroom and had her makeup. And I said, Tinsley, she's like, mom, I didn't take it. And I said, could you just check your makeup bag? So she was out to eat, took her a couple hours to respond. Sure enough, the money was in her makeup bag. She's like, I swear I didn't take it. You know, I it. I was just scooping everything off into my thing, and it just must have. And my counter is like real. Yeah, it is. It's hard to see. Blends, you know what I mean? Like everything it, blends. Yes. And so, um, anyway, my you know my husband was like, you don't think she would have taken it on purpose, do you? And I was like, no. And let me tell you, I knew she didn't take it on purpose because when she's like, I'll drive it to you tomorrow. I'm so sorry. She was willing to like fix it, where. Tinsley gets super defensive real quick, like which normally my girls, if I say something, like, okay, fine, I took it. You know what I mean? Like they just will admit to whatever the second I bust them. But now Tatum, not so much. <laughs> Tatum would lie to the grave. But um, anyway, so my point is, I knew because she was not defensive, and you know whether it's our husbands or our kids or whatever. As soon as that defense, mate, you're like, all right. If you can't pinpoint that with somebody being defensive, you know what I mean? Because that is, it's our first defense when Nobody we likes know. Nobody to be told that yeah. they're doing something not right or wrong. Nobody likes that. Mm -hmm. Like, so where's your go-to? Is it to just, because you're missing a huge opportunity there. Like you've told me plenty of times, like, this is not, you're not good, man. Like, and I'm like, you're right. Let's talk about how, what I need to be doing. And, and then, you know, what's cool about that too is if you need to practice this, the way to practice this is if somebody is speaking to you, be quiet. You know, mm -hmm. our first thing is to like lash back or, you know, talk over them or no, 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 I didn't do that. Just listen and digest for 24 hours, which is like the hardest thing I ever learned because I have the patience of a gnat. <laughs> so now I try so hard to like process for a day or two, you know, before I respond, which I've still not mastered, but I'm working on and it. I've been working on it for three solid years so if that doesn't mm -hmm. tell you like how terrible I was at it. <laughs> and still yes so you know but look and if in 24 hours you think about what that person said and you're like I still don't agree okay cool again do you but at that point you can say hey you know what this part that you said you're totally right mm -hmm. but this part that you said I need some more like let's talk about that like you're able to say oh that part 
I got. You're right. And you have to decipher between the person, right? If it's some chick on social media that wants to tell you what to do, we're not going to give any. Now, you might still take that. There are times that a stranger might say something about. I mean, because, look, I'm going to be honest with you. There are times that somebody writes me and they say something to me. And I'm like, right. I didn't look at it like that. Yeah. I, I you know, like, we only see through our lens. Right. But until somebody tells us. A lot of times we say we, we have haters and really they're not. They care enough to tell you, hey, maybe we should come at this a different way. And so anytime I get like that, I, I'm like, is there any validity in what they're saying? First of all, because if I can make me better based on a negative mess, like I'm going to do it. Because, thousand percent. Because the person who says it, usually there's 10 who don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, make and it that's better. what I'm saying. It takes some self-discipline to be able to take that c- criticism, no matter how ugly Right. You know, and, and even the message I got about the name change, I'm not trying to hurt my followers. No. I'm Because, she, you know, the one thing that I think I didn't like about that was in the meme, it said, you're an idiot or something. And I'm not a name caller. I don't really like that. So I probably should have like X that out or something on the meme. I, the, I was so hung up on the point that I never even, so I'm not trying, you know, I definitely <clears throat> don't ever want to hurt somebody by calling you an idiot if you disagree or do a keep a name. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I got that at one, all. at the lazy one. <clears throat> yes. It's like, you're lazy. I got so many messages on that one. It's just yes. like, I wasn't calling you like, like, it's a meme on my wall, man. Yes. And that's the thing, I guess, for you and I, especially, how important is this? Is this matter in the great? So we can let, I mean, if you even knew how much we let roll, and I get that not everybody is capable of that, you know, but that's where you have to look at intentions, right? So especially if this constructive criticism is coming from a parent or a friend, a good friend, something, then you, you need to know that person loves you. So, okay, let's back up and think, does this matter to me? Is this important to me? You know, like, is there any truth to what they're saying? And it may not, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent true. If I did that, I mean, you know how many, like we've talked about this before, how many people have called me bossy or controlling or whatever. They have no idea the amount of hamsters I've kept on wheels over the years. And they have no idea the amount of no child support I received or no help I received or the drama on the other side. They have no idea. You wouldn't be calling me that if you knew the other side. So while I can take that and go, okay, maybe I need to change my tone of voice. There were times that I need to change my tone of voice, right? My tone of voice is always super defensive because I'm drowning. Yeah. Okay. That's not the point. So, but am I bossy? And control- no, you can do you. I don't, I'm not buying into that at all, but I have to buy into my tone of voice. I have to, I have to be more aware. But you, know? you taught yourself that. Yeah. You would have never done that had you not focused on it. They didn't say change your tone of voice. Right. They said you're bossy. Well, and I got there because I listened to what several people in, you know, that weren't even related kept saying about me and going, okay, well, if these several people are saying this, there's got to be some truth to it. But I know that I'm not bossy and controlling, right? So what is giving them that vibe? Right. Oh, it's my tone of voice. That's Mm -hmm. the lesson. If you always go defensive. Which I still have to work on. My tone of voice is still not great. But I've come a long way. But again, that's what my point there is, though. Just because somebody says one word doesn't make that 100% true. And it doesn't even mean that that one word is true. It could be a spinoff of something else that's true. And you've got to dissect that. Here's the thing, though. You posted that meme. I read it. Okay. Like, I laughed because I'm in the same boat you are. However, if you'd have posted something else or whatever, the idiot thing, okay, I'm going to base that one meme off of your entire personality and what you've given me 
the rest of the time. Thousand percent. Would Adrian really call people an idiot based on Scarlet, based on Facebook, based on stories, based on friendship, based on job, based on No, she wouldn't. That's not her. That's not her. Exactly. Like I should be able to do that. But we get offended. So we hone in on one word. But then you say, you called me an idiot. Mm-hmm. No. Right. No. And that takes some emotional and spiritual and mental maturity. And we're all working on that. Yeah. I'm super immature in some areas. Ask me. I could spend an hour <laughs> on it. For real. And look, there are times. My middle like, name is Petty. I'm gonna be, it's fine. I'm going to be honest. Even that meme was probably immature. It I is. probably should just let it go and not even say anything. But it just cracks me up sometimes because I listen to how bad you don't want. We are in this industry and I'm just of like, we hear everything. Anyways, you should be able to post a meme on your own wall. You should. You should. Yeah. It doesn't matter how immature it is. It's your wall. You posted it. And well, and that's what we forget that people like have a bad day. And I'm not saying I had a bad day, but I'm just saying like if you see somebody that maybe posts something that you feel like is a little out of character or like Tanner said, you don't 90% like. of the time they're, you know who they are. Scroll. Like, you know, if you know better, don't rush. Don't mm-hmm. including me. I, there's a book I'm reading right now that I, I, I feel like I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm like, I'm going to get through it. He's got some good points, you know? But just because I don't like him doesn't mean that I'm going to go message him. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't have some good points. Right. I just choose to like keep so reading. Many, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. And Lisa's probably going to kill me when I say this. But in my biblical counseling, I had several books like that. I did not agree with 70% of the book. What'd you do? But what was cool, I took the 5 or 10% that I did agree with. Right? And I stuck that in my toolbox. Because now it's worth it. And you know what? The 70% I didn't agree with. Literally has no bearing on my life. Right. Has no bearing on your life. Zero. Nothing. And if I messaged that author and was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said this. He would be like, who are you? <laughs> right. I, I just, <laughs> I take the, cause the points he made are money. Mm-hmm. So if you know, anybody in your life, any season in your, anything in your life, take what you're learning and let the rest go. Thousand percent. And look, we do that on a Friday night at a dinner, right? So And this is what is blowing my mind, especially in the season that we're in as a country. Like, you are fighting your parent, your friend, your cousin on Facebook. Oh, I see it. Like, it blows my ever-loving mind. You're ruining relationships. If you are sitting at... Because, look, let's face it. Thanksgiving's coming up. Oh, it's It's not that far. And you're going to sit across from Uncle whatever who is anti-vax and you're pro-vax and y'all are going to have a blow-up and you're never going (laughs) to speak to him again? I can't, like... But that is the truth. It's coming. Like, uh, 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 if he's anti-vax, what does that have to do with you? If she's pro-vax, what does that have to do with you? You get to be in control of you. The amount of people, and that's what's sad to me. What all I see right now is a bunch of people who feel so out of control. And I get it. There are times that even as disciplined as I am, even through Corona, my own personal experience, I felt out of control. I didn't know if I was going to wake up worse the next day. And that is a horrible feeling. But we're not even talking about that. We're talking about healthy people on Facebook just disagreeing. It's the amount of people that want to be acknowledged and heard. And that's yes, like they just want to be like, you saw me. Like that is an issue that you need to work on. Mm-hmm. You should not need social media to feel acknowledged. And you dang sure shouldn't need an influencer or anybody else to make you feel acknowledged. And that breaks my heart for it people. It does. That is the root issue. The only person that you should need to feel acknowledged is the Lord. The end. Or your your sandbox. 
Like your Well, your sandbox is still not responsible for that. True, but I mean You know, like, you want to surround yourself with people who lift you up, who make you feel better, who point you to the Lord for right. your validation, but those are support people. They are not responsible for your validation. That's very true. Your husband is not responsible for that. Although he better acknowledge me. For real. Every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell, Tanner and I are pretty on the same uh, page with this. But. Well, and listen, we've been dealing with this for more than... And look, I, I did that. I sought validation from a man. I, how do you think I got married four times? Idiot. I've sought validation from my children. She called herself an idiot. Yeah. I'll call myself an idiot. <laughs> Looky there. Hey, if we can call ourselves the name, yeah. then, you know. But you see what I mean? Like, again, that takes work. And we're giving you the tools to help you build that and do that. But I, we cannot do it for you. You know, and the whole point to why we were talking about this whole divorce and the name thing is when you're talking about season changes and letting go. Stop trying to control everyone else or what you think is yours. You own no one. No one. And people think that they own people. If you don't agree with what I say, then we're not friends. If you don't do what I tell you, I'm keeping my kid from you. It is not fair. It's not healthy. It's not good. Mm -mm. People need to learn to agree to disagree. And not cherry pick what they want. Because you know what? Everybody's trying to cherry pick mm -hmm. at the root level. I'm trying to cherry pick. You're trying to cherry pick. We're all trying to cherry pick because whatever makes it more easy for us, that's what we want, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I like challenge you to choose the hard. You know what well, I mean? that's like, the thing. If you had to build, build it. If you had a filter, so every decision and every action that you made, you had to filter, is this right or wrong? What are you, how are you filtering that? What are you putting that up against? Your moral compass, because if you do that, you're going to fail yourself every time right? because you're going to want what you want. That's why we cherry pick, because when we're filtering, is this right? Is this good? Should I say this? Whatever. Feels good to me. Right. I like it. Well, that that's not OK. And you're going to fail every time. But if you have to run that through the word of God. What does God say about that action or what you said or what you think or what you do? Now you've got something that you don't get to decide if it's right or wrong. You see what I mean? And that's what's, that's to me is what is wrong with people. It's the filter. You're deciding that you're God instead of letting God be God. And you're asking the wrong questions. You're asking, does this feel good to me instead of, is this right? Mm -hmm. I've done it. I still do it. And listen, I can tell you right now, 50% of what <clears throat> feels good is not right. Because let's face it, we're sinners, right? There's a lot of stuff that feels good. Like I ate two pieces of pumpkin pie yesterday. <laughs> At least you made it. It felt great. <laughs> but it was not good. <laughs> I, I can't even say I don't recommend it because I do. I got it from my nap. Ate At a least piece. we're honest. Had dinner, ate another piece. <laughs> it's a pre and post dessert. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I mean, it was like this no bake. I'm telling you, I keep telling y'all if... But I don't yeah. want to, like, I won't even watch the reel because I don't want to cook it because I know it's what It's on happens. my Instagram. I made a reel. You'll see the pie on my thing. I put the ingredients in the, it's a no-bake. I know. I just Pumpkin didn't want, I don't know how to do it because I don't need to know how to do it. Don't do it. That's exactly why I don't. <laughs> do it. Because if I don't know, I don't know. Well, and it was so funny because I made it and T Tatum had some friends over and I was like, here, 
y'all, you know, dessert's ready. And you know me, like, first of all, if you don't know me, I don't really do dessert. I don't like sweets. I don't really do dessert. So for me to make a dessert is like a big deal for my kid because she's like, oh my gosh, we have a dessert. So they came in and was like, that's all right. And I was like, what? She was like, it's not really that cold, which I mean, I had just made it, you know, and it didn't say refrigerate. It said dive in, which I thought was still amazing, but whatever. Well, I was, I gave her so much crap. I was like, look, lady, you having a piece of this pie and you're going to like it because I made dessert. (laughs) (laughs) So she ate it. So the next day, of course, after we refrigerated it, it, the next night we have it after dinner. I was like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The next day refrigerated. Game changer. I was like, Tatum, I'm real sorry for what I said about you because (laughs) (laughs) it was so much better cold. She's like, see, but anyway, it was, it's actually, I mean, for that quick of a dessert, that little of work. I know. I just, but I mean, you can never go wrong with cool whipped cream cheese and never pumpkin and spices it was like so good so. i mean until you try to fit in your pants mm-hmm. then well you can mm-hmm. go wrong there yeah so. i lost seven pounds when i had corona ask me how many i'm down now how many none yeah <laughs> i figured it I figured one it. week i gained it all back uh-huh. healthy as a horse <laughs> uh-huh. that's awesome oh god okay well hopefully uh your toes aren't broken why i meant them oh i was like my toes no no they broken, all right, because they need a petty. Whoa. <laughs> I'm getting to the pedicure place tomorrow. Not even skimming because I look terrible. You don't. You don't. Um, yeah, I told y'all I was on a... But I mean it. You should hear the unfiltered version with Jasmine and Adrian. Yeah. It was filled with a lot of more... You know, I just strongly... If, if there's, Like I said, for well, let's just sum this up. Quit looking for ways to get offended. If somebody that you love and care about or that you respect or that you've has been a part of your life or whatever else, and there's 80% or 90% of them that you love, if there's something they post that you don't agree with or you feel like offends you, first of all, you need to look more deeply into yourself there and then scroll. Everybody says, how do I mental train? How do I do the mental training? Tanner, help me with mental training. Every time you get offended, ask yourself why you're offended. That's one of the And look, I do that in my parenting. I do that. T- why? When I get so mad at my kids, I'm like, why am I why feeling am I this so, way? Yes. Where am I? And because what's going me on? yelling at them doesn't do jack. I mean, I can get. I have to be able nothing. to. Yes. I have to be able to explain to this feels disrespectful when you don't come in and do the laundry. Week after like you have one chore. But like there's there can be moments where I'm like, I get cut off on the road. Okay. That wouldn't bother me the first 20 times. But right now, I am literally saying every word in the book, where am I at? Like, Mm -hmm. where am I? Because something's wrong here. And it doesn't have anything to do with a jack wagon who just cut me off. Exactly. And you know what? It doesn't really even have anything to do with the 20 jack wagons that cut you off before that. it's me. Somewhere in your life, yes, somewhere in your life, you're feeling unseen or unheard or that people are taking advantage. Where are those people? Because look, the jack wagon on the street, you don't care about him. You care about when your husband makes you feel unseen or unheard. You care about, you know, that coworker or the mother-in-law or the friend <coughs> or whatever it is. So what's happened is, because that's the thing, when you are seen and heard and feel that all is well in, in the places that matter, the jack wagon, you do, you like, sorry, okay, whatever, I guess you're in a hurry. You know what I mean? You're not so offended. Your offenses come from the people that you love that are hurting you. Or yourself. 
or yourself. But that Lack that goes back to the same, this. because even those people that are hurting you, they're not responsible for you and they may not even know you're, but you've got to speak up. Mm-hmm. You've got to say, hey, this hurt or I'm feeling like. Mm-hmm. The only person responsible for that is you. And it can be as simple as that jack wagon cut me off and now I'm like, I'm really stressed out. Why am I stressed out? Well, you know what? I've worked four nights in a row. Okay. You haven't really slept. Okay. 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 And then it's simple as, you know what? I should do this. Instead. I'm going to go to bed. I'm, I'm going to go to bed early. Off. Yep. The end. I fixed, but nobody wants to do that. We're just mad at the jack wagon. Mm-hmm. And the only, and the jack wagon ain't even thinking about you anymore. No, you're going to lose sleep, which is the root problem. So mm-hmm. you don't know it because you haven't followed that down. Follow the rabbit hole. Anytime you're angry, upset, offended, sad, ask yourself why. Stop projecting it on other people and ask yourself why. But, you know, it's funny that we're going down this because the whole point of all of this was like season change and letting go. And no matter what that season, and and sometimes when you realize that it's one person that's offending you over and over or tearing you down or making you feel so easily offended or easily upset, maybe you need to let go. And that includes us. If, if you have an influencer oh my or a follower gosh, on Instagram, I say that all the time. That constantly, whatever, unfollow them. Yeah, if I drive you that crazy, unfollow. Like I real, am not worth it. I, I want your you. life to be 100%. So if I'm... And there are... I've told you all this. There were influencers I followed on Instagram that I had to unfollow. I have no idea why. Well, it just struck a chord with me that every time I would trap, see... Yep. Like, I have comparison trap big, you know, athletes and stuff. I'm like, I'll ne- you know, then I get negative. Like, any of that. Unfollow them. Unfollow it's, and it doesn't have to be because they're a bad person or because you're a bad person or any. Sometimes it's just not your cup of tea, but you don't have to have a knockdown, drag out message inbox war fest. I challenge you to do this. If you unfollow them, don't message them and tell them why. Oh my. Just unfollow them. Just unfollow. No message needed. There, There is usually, you don't but have look, to break and up. And we're talking about social media, but the truth is it's the same in real life. If that friend on Friday night drags you down, don't call her. But you don't have to call her and tell her why you're not going to call her again. Right. And in a case, because I've had this happen, where a friend called me and said, why are you distancing yourself? You know, at first it's just like, hey, girl, I'm real busy. You know, after the third or fourth time, I did. After a two-year friendship, I sat down with her. And, of course, she <coughs> hurt her feelings and it didn't go well. But you know what? I felt that I owed that to her because she spe- she specifically sure. asked me a couple of times, you know, and I, I pride myself on being honest and I hate to be that friend because I've been on the receiving end of somebody just ditching me and I have no idea why. If you can let go, I strongly suggest let go. But if you must know the answer, and sometimes even if you must know the answer, you're not going to get one. So then you're going to have to dig deep and be like, it is okay for God to separate two really good people. Sometimes that's one of my favorite sayings about Wes and I is two really good people might not need to be married. And you don't need an answer to move on. There are some things in my life I'll never have an answer to. Does that mean that I just get to sit down and wait till I have an answer before I get to move on? Good luck. Not going to happen. I'll bury myself now. Mm -hmm. So you can sit now. Now you're in control of if you want to sit and drive yourself absolutely insane or you want to. And that goes back to there are times that. When your mind is running away with you, go in the backyard and scream it to God. Like, just <laughs> scream it. There is something about letting go. And if it doesn't, you know, if it's 70% better, but you're still hanging on, do it again. Do it again. Do it again until you're like, that was, I release this to you. Basically, fight for yourself instead of fight for everybody else. 
thousand percent love that. Like, I think that's a great for note to end our. If you want to fight, fight for yourself. Mm-hmm. But sometimes fighting for ourselves again, like Tanner just said, is not, does not mean fighting another person. Right. That fight means you. I'm choosing me. I'm choosing me. And sometimes choosing you means more silence, less talking. Turn around your walls. Build your dreams. See you next week.